Shut up and sit down. From the world's most least famous arena in New Jersey, Girls of Booze Gardens. <laughs> Girls of Booze Gardens. It is our favorite show. It's Frank Reviews. Girls of Booze in the house. He has wined and dined with kings and queens, and he slept in the alleys and dined on pork and beans. He's our <laughs> Dominican dream. It's Frank. Wow. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I like that. I like where you go with that. I can get used to these intros. Good old Dusty. The American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. So, uh, since we are on the Hopped Up Network, of course we have to have a beer. It's part of the deal here on the Hopped Up Network. Uh, we'll have a beer with the show. For those of you who have not joined us before, for those of us joining for the first time, the idea here is we watch uh, the WWF and then WWE Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble match itself, in order, starting from 1988 uh, and then 89, and of course now we're on 1990. It, it, it's, it's interesting to see the evolution and how it goes from just... A throwaway match in the middle of the card with 20 guys to all the way till when it becomes the winner gets a championship shot and all that kind of stuff so we're not quite there yet we're in 1990 where it's still kind of like a a punch kick fest with a bunch of underneath guys and a couple of main event guys so and we are not yet at the point where if you win you get the wrestlemania title shot so uh and the idea of the show is if you put it on the wwe network or if you find the show through any other illicit means uh we envision this as kind of a watch-along, so we'll tell you when we start the Royal Rumble match, and again, it's just the match. It's not the whole pay-per-view, just the Royal Rumble match, and you can watch along with us as we as we go. So the first beer we're going to have, though, because obviously we're thirsty as we as we watch along, is called Bang Kitty, and we're keeping a jersey here in Icarus Brewing. Uh, drink fresh, brewed and canned in Lakewood, New Jersey. Icarus Brewing, Bang Kitty is an imperial India pale ale with lactose, coconut, lemongrass, basil and thai chilies it's uh heavily weeded and oated brooks brooks jewel good lord roots <laughs> root northeast uh imperial india pale ale with lactose brewed with lemongrass thai basil and thai chilies copiously dry hopped with lupulin citra idaho seven and experimental brew one finished on lemongrass and coconut i'm always up for some thai sounds or something. Yeah. while we're pouring out here let's talk a little bit about uh about the era that we're in so this is january 21st 1990 that we're traveling back in time to Coming to you live from the Orlando Arena in Orlando, Florida, which I'm sure is called something else now. Your uh, your commentators are Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone making his uh, oh wow, not his WWF debut. I forget what show he came on originally, but uh, this is early in his career with the WWF, uh, and of course, my favorite of the time, Jesse the Body Ventura, is the color guy. So let's. The, so, what do you think, Franco? You're pretty good at this stuff, and I'm just kidding because I don't think you're good at this stuff at all. <laughs> January twenty first, nineteen ninety. What do you think is the number one movie in the box office at the time? Number one movie in the box office. Wow. I will say. Uh, uh, and I'm going to say if you Terminator. Get, if you get hold on, if you get any, because I want you to really think about this. If you get any of these right, we can skip right ahead. We can say good night. You don't have to watch any of this. So. Wow. Actually, this I've, would be good. I've then. got an idea, but I'm not Frank. <laughs> 1990. Yeah, but January 21st, 1990. So keep in mind, it's not going to be some summer tentpole movie like Terminator. Gotcha. I have a feeling it has to do with either uh, one of the series from Die Hard or um, 
What's the other one with Eddie Murphy? Uh, Jesus, I can't. Yeah, I'll stop you there because it is not correct. Okay. If I told you the if I told you the actor, and then we sat here all night, I think you would name every movie that he's in except for this one. Then let's. So the pass. actor is Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. All right. Uh, then forget about it because. It I don't know any of his low-budget films. It wasn't Tom. That, well, that's what you're talking about, right? It's like an indie film I'm that just he made. telling you that any movie you can think of that would have Tom Cruise in it, I don't think this is going to be the first one that's based yeah. on it. It's not Top Gun. That was before 90. No. I can't even. All right. Uh, so January 21st, 1990, the top movie at the box office, and it had been for the past three weeks, is Born on the 4th of July. Get out of here. I'm it, Jan- it's going to be unseated it. next week by the incredibly racist Drive-In Miss Daisy. <laughs> different times. Uh, different wow, times. it is. It is different times. It's funny. And we're literally we're just having a conversation about that before. We were we talking about r- yeah, wrestling. <laughs> you know, now it's so censored yeah, compared the, to what it used to be. The racist overtones oh of pro wrestling and stuff too. Uh, and then uh, let's talk music then. So, what do you think was the number one song in the country? Uh, January twenty first, nineteen ninety. Susie's mom. Susie's mom. mom. No. I think of Jesse's mom. Jesse's that mom. Was, <laughs> that, that was way after. It's uh, not Susie's mom or Jesse's mom. <laughs> That was way after. There is no, listen to me as I use profanity, there is no fucking way. If I gave you a million opportunities, you wouldn't get this. Seal. The number one song in the nation, How Am I Supposed to Live Without You by Michael Bolton. Uh, oh, wow. uh, Michael Bolton. <laughs> you know what number, it was number one in the UK? I think it was Hanging Tough. It was definitely a New Kids on the Block song. I think it was Hanging Tough. Oh, my God. Yep. How about the number two song? This one is a much, much better, or not better song, but it would be more in your wheelhouse. This is a song you would listen to long before you would listen to Michael Bolton. Take no clue. No clue? No. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Uh, pump <laughs> it up. Now. Pump up the jam. Pump oh up God. the jam by Technotronic Bowls is cool. our uh, rounding out the top three. Hmm. So before we get started, uh, beer smells good, right? Yeah, it does. It smells interesting. It smells like... It smells like candy. Very sweet. Yeah, undertones. Very fruity. You can smell a little bit of like the, the lemongrass or the Thai chip. You can smell one of those things in here. That's pretty sweet. It's easy drinking. You get a slight heat, little, little hint of heat little, there, right? Little, right on the little, tip of your tongue. Of, uh, right when it hits your chili. Gone pretty yep. quickly. Yep. Got that little uh, cotton candy afternote there. All right. I guess uh, have we avoided this enough now? Yeah. yeah let's get, let's yeah. get into this. Uh, All right. So now it's time for the Royal Rumble 1990. If you are watching along with us, you are going to press play on the Royal Rumble match in three, two, one, go. If you're on the WWE Network, you may get an ad. Thinking. Nope, goes right in. Our man Howard Finkel standing in the ring. It's so weird to see a packed arena with people. Yeah, right? The first, we talked about the first time we were watching it. Like it's just, or the second, I don't know, one of them we were like, man, it's just so weird to see that many people all packed in an arena in today's world. The Fink. You know, Tux. Howard Finkel. Looks young as hell and still bald. Oh, look, is that a Make America Great Again hat? <laughs> it looks like you're right. <laughs> a time traveler. Uh, great again hat, that would be uh, hilarious, all right? Imagine. 30 years ahead of his time. We're getting the long-winded explanation of the rules. If you don't know them, basically it's a battle royal. Two men start every two, every two minutes this year. Every two minutes, another guy comes in. And the last man standing is the winner. We unfortunately are still in the era of punch kick guys. 
But uh, you're going to see a lot of neon in the crowd, a lot more mullets starting to pop up. Yeah, the mullets are big, huh? The neon frame. Frank, you'll notice down there in the bottom right is our good friend Danny Davis, the evil referee from the first Royal Rumble. Uh, he's, now, he's now gotten his job Danny, back. He made amends. Danny uh, Davis, that's all right. So here we are, Frank, the man who drew number one. Oh, the million-dollar man with the unlucky pull. Ted DiBiase. The man, Ted DiBiase, is our number one entrant. With Accompanied. The, the bodyguard Virgil. By speaking Virgil. of racial overtones. <laughs> He treated this guy like this absolute guy. shit. Woo, they yeah, did. cough and scream at the yeah, same time, go. girl. She's got Corona back in the day. <laughs> look at a smug look on <clears throat> Ted DiBiase's face. This is face. DiBiase probably at his best. This is after he had introduced the million-dollar title. Yeah. After he'd done the whole thing where he won the or Andre won the title from Hogan and gave it to yeah. DiBiase, and then they t- stripped him of it, and he made the million-dollar title. And, of course, this colorful What's gentleman, Frank, is the man who drew number two. He's Coco the bird beware. man. Coco Beware. The original bird, bird man? Uh, with his bird, Frankie. You put some respect on his name, Frank. Oh, look at that. Coco huh? Beware. A cheating bastard right at it. Yeah, no respect at it. Look, that's how you know he's a heel, Frank. Uh, Beats you before you get into the ring. So <laughs> now we're going to start with an hour long of kicks and punches. <laughs> punches and kicks in 1990. You're not going to see any swantons, any, uh, any pescados. This easily, though, 1990, like this era right here, I think is when DiBiase was at his best. And really, this is kind of what I was talking about, too, is that this is a guy that probably should have won the world title. Yeah. But But again, you're not taking it off of Hogan at the height of Hogan's popularity. No. He wasn't going to make money hand over fist at this point. Right. You know, this is in 1990. Now we're in the height of the rock and wrestling thing. Yeah. You know, Hogan had... He had, you know, the cartoon was going. He had all that stuff. Well, actually, probably nineteen ninety. Cartoon. It may, been, it may have been over. Yeah, the yeah. rock and wrestling cartoon. He was his belt. Let me, th- let me think. So, by this point, we're heading towards WrestleMania six. So by this point, he had lost the belt. Savage had won it in the tournament in WrestleMania four. Hogan, of course, won it back from Savage in WrestleMania five. And now we're on the road to WrestleMania six. An eye poke. Boom, Coco Ware with the uh, the dusty punches. How about that movie Hogan was in with uh, Zeus? No Holds Barred? No Holds Barred. That's got to be around Zeus? this point. What a great movie. I loved it. It was so corny, but it was such a good movie. Well, no, it would. Ha- it probably was before this, right? Because it probably in 1990, was. I'm pretty sure Randy Savage is already the Macho uh, King. And out goes Coco Beware. We already lost our first our first, our first competitor. <laughs> so what does he do? He before just sit the, there and wait until the first two minutes go? Yeah, before the, th- before the third <laughs> he gets maybe a break. He gets in the ring, Coco yeah. Beware gets tossed. Get the break, huh? Uh, in '90, I think Macho Man was already the Macho King, and I'm pretty sure when he when the Zeus thing happened, he was still Macho Man. I think I can't remember now. Who draws number three? Here comes our number three. Did they allow, they allow him to take him out before the second guy came in because he's old and he needed a break before the there next guy? The little known is that Marty Janetti. Marty Janetti. Look at that. Best known for being thrown through a glass window of the barber shop. <laughs> that's <laughs> Literally, right. he's had that's, no career after that's that. That's right. Oh, man, what the hell is he wearing? If you ever want to have some fun with your time, Frank, follow this dude on social media, this guy, Marty Jannetty. Yeah. He says some crazy shit. He went into this whole thing about how, like, he killed, like, an ex-girlfriend's boy or something. Like, outside of a strip club, he was trying to kill somebody that wanted to do homosexual things to him or something. Oh, wow. It was bananas. And then he come, and then when the police get involved, he's like, no, I was just working, brother. Oh, like, my God. You're not working. You're not in wrestling anymore. He's that- like, I'm just working an angle, brother. 
That was the same thing with Razor Ramon. Scott so Hall, he, he killed somebody no, outside. No, but Scott Hall did it. Janetti is just a maniac. Oh, my He's God. He's just talking shit. Janetti, I think, is gonna pr- probably has a little bit of a drug thing. Probably. Either going on or that he hasn't gotten over or, you know, that messed him up or in the past. C- CTE, possibly. <laughs> Something. A shitty-looking reaction to a clothesline right there. Yeah. You see how he leaned into it before he even flipped backwards? Yeah, I can I see did. that. The, I did see that. They really sell the action <laughs> back then. Well, listen, you know, this was... Really, these guys, like the Rockers, right? Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, they were really kind of like the signal that this kind of style was starting to come in. Yep. The high-flying guys. See DiBiase with the very realistic pun- uh, selling of the punch, right? You can punch in the <laughs> stomach, you do a full somersault forward. <laughs> and flail. He's flailing on the ground. The Rockers, not a... Not a uh, not a very well hidden riff on the Rock and Roll Express and the NWA, who were much more popular and much more well, successful. Lucky. Yep, they were the the Midnight Rockers in the AWA. They brought them into the WWE. Oh, look at this guy! Janetti goes, goes out. DiBiase again gets a breather. <laughs> look at his shitty mats outside the ring. What's There's up with no all protection. this? I know, right? <laughs> Steel and concrete. I'm sure, a lot of people they got hurt a lot more back then. Oh, I'm sure. Than a- they didn't what is it? Money. What is it with the flag football thing and with all these uniforms recently? What do you mean? Are you talking about the streamers? Yeah, the streamers. They're rockers, Frank. That was back in the... That was kind of the, the thing back then. Get tie tassels and stuff up. Number four. Who's this? Number four. The crowd is going wild. They keep giving them a break before. DBS. Our man, Jake. Oh. The Snake Roberts. We talked a lot about Jake Roberts. Well, on there the first we go. Show. How bad does he look now? The son of Grizzly Smith. Yeah, he's in uh, AEW. Still hanging around. He's in AEW with uh, Lance Archer. Lance Archer. He's kind he of has seen business. better days, Jake. Ugh. He looks now like... But I shouldn't say that, because Jake has gone through a lot, man. He needed drugs and alcohol, yeah. and he's kind of kind of turned his life back around. So. Oh, wait, he just stepped out. Is that... No, no. you're allowed... So, oh, so that's an important rule here, Frank. You yeah. have to go uh, over the top rope to the floor to lose. So DiBiase came mm. out of the ring without going over the top ropes, and so nobody's eliminated. Either. Or if DiBiase throws him through the middle rope, that doesn't okay. count. I was going to say, because yeah. in the other ones, people have gone out from not the top rope. Oh, yeah, you'll you find, as the years go on, they get really loose with that rule, Frank, where they'll do yeah. dumb shit where, like... They'll go over the top rope, but they'll land on somebody else so their feet don't touch so they can still get back in. They start getting silly with it. Look at the people in the front row going absolutely crazy for the shit. Look at this guy in this gigantic <laughs> ball sweater. You see, too, now where guys get thrown out of the ring and they land on their hands and they walk with their hands back into the ring. Right. Like, as long as their it's feet so don't touch. Or you see a guy that doesn't get thrown out that you think is thrown out, and then he just sits under the ring for half an hour and comes back in the end and wins it. What the hell? Just stuff Jake like that. Jake hit him with the short arm clothesline, Frank, which we all know is the setup for the DDT, which oh. the announcers tell you every single time he throws that clothesline. The lariat. That's the setup for the DDT. Look at that snake moving around the bag there. Oh, oh are you talking about his pants around. or what are you talking about? <laughs> no, he brings a, he brings oh. a, a snake with him. He's got Damien with That's him. That's his thing, Jake the He's snake. He's his pants. Oh, uh, you see the stereotype. Is, uh, <laughs> <You> can, yeah, <laughs> he literally stepped on the snake. That, that Jake's seems starting like, to get a little bit of the the Pete, paunch, if you will. The, the Peter's the, the gonna top. Peter's gonna have a problem with that. He stepped on his own snake. Here we go, Frank. Number five. This is the first time you've had two people in the ring sprinting to the ring. Jesus is Christ. the Macho King? Oh, oh look who's there! What the hell is he wearing? He's the Macho King. He's He's, macho his outfit king. got bananas when he became the Macho King. Man, back then it was just about uh. Pastel colors, huh? Oof. This guy was always high octane, though, the macho man. Always amped up. Way ahead of his time. Yep. Yep, I agree with that. Oh, yeah. The macho Look at him with the king. floral. 
so much patterns. so much smaller in size now compared to what he became too. He was the son of Angelo Poffo, the the brother of yeah. Leaping Lanny Poffo, or the genius. Yeah. Apparently, he didn't think that Randy Poffo was going to be a selling name, so he changed his name to Randy Savage. Is that Miss Elizabeth on the outside? No, it's no, no, no. It's Sensational Queen Cherry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. When he turned heel and got rid of Elizabeth, That's and he became right. the Macho King. And, Jesus uh, Christ, look at the Sherry boots, became man. his queen. What That's is right. going on here? That's right. Forgot that. The big elbow. So you see a lot of this, Frank, where two heels will just, you know, they'll partner up and take out, try to take out the guy. Yeah, yeah I got a bit yeah, You of get a lot of the baby face and peril. <laughs> <kind> of, uh... <laughs> he did all that just to come <laughs> yeah. down and like, what the hell was he that? He to the top rope, does yeah. a whole celebration to Jesus. hit him with a shitty axe handle. Double axe handle. Yeah. You get blind looking at these outfits. They're so bright. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm seriously. Crazy. Oh, this is the era of Savage's when a Savage's outfit. Like, he he got away <laughs> from the tights with the three stars on him and went into these whole bright, full outfits. Even Jake the Snake's got the bright green on. Yeah, Janetti with the bright outfit. That was a real thing. He's always been the black trunks, black yep. boots guy. Yeah. Who's the one celebrating New Year's on the outside there? That's again, uh, the Sensational Queen Sherry. Sensational right? Sherry. I do not recall That's that. That's Macho woman. Man's Ballet. With Virgil. Here we go. Oh. The rowdy one returns with long hair. Rowdy, rowdy Piper. Piper is our sixth entrant. <laughs> the late Rowdy Piper. I don't even think I remember him seeing him like this ever. The with hot, the long hair? Hot yeah. rod. I don't think that this was a long. No. It's a year or two. I think he ran around with the long hair. I think. I can't remember now. But Every, was, <laughs> not, not for a long time. Everybody where's, had long hair at one point. Where's his, uh, where's his kilt? Well, it's, it's business time, Frank. He didn't have time to wear the kilt to the ring. Oh. He's got to get in the ring and save Jake. See? It's about a royal every man's for himself, but of course, he's going to save Jake. Doug, did you watch the show Legends House with no. Um, God, no. Roddy Piper and the Fink was in it? No, I felt All bad for guys. those guys. Those were like heroes. Uh, Not heroes, but those were guys I watched when I was a little kid. It's yeah. tough to see them like that, it was, so no, I, I didn't watch it. That's what I was actually going to get at. Oh, look. Now we're going to back up, but watch. Yeah. This will definitely the, turn into like... The alleyway fights. Look, see? Well, they can't hit each other. <laughs> two baby faces. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, they go with the eye poke. The two good guys start cheating with the eye pokes. The billionaire, Ted DiBiase. Roddy Piper again, the good guy, choking Savage out with his tape. Eating his forehead. Savage already developing the... Uh, what is the going on in that corner, man? <laughs> they are really digging well, in there. <laughs> we call that the deep... They're getting him with the deep crotch, Frank. Yeah. The turnbuckle. Yeah, well, this so is where it's, uh, uh, it's dirty business trying to get. This is probably where I would exit left when I'm watching it on TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't. This is this not what I signed up for. <laughs> Somebody did a little tricks. They used to pull the turnbuckle pad off and well, they expose the I thought you were going to say they were going to turn something. Oh, they did. Still there. Piper with the first of our fake throwouts. <laughs> the unathletic Rowdy Piper. Nope, oh, Savage isn't going anywhere. What are you kidding me? There's only five guys in, six guys in, whatever that one is. The ring's starting to fill up now. Yeah. yeah, you got four guys. Four guys. Here's our five-second countdown. All right, you're going to have five shortly. What is this, number seven we're on? Number seven. Lucky seven is with Mr. Fuji. Oh, it's the Warlord. Oh, look, yeah. look at this guy. We talk about the Rockers being a very obvious nod to the Rock and Roll Express. Here comes the Warlord, half of the powers of pain. A very obvious riff on the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom. Yeah. He's, uh, he looks like the guy from God of War. It's interesting so in Kratos. these... In these rumbles where the real big guy comes in and everybody, that. they all try to throw the big guy out, usually. Yeah. This is the ultimate punch kick guy in our match here. Oh, my God. He's, this he's is like, like the bodybuilder size guy who just throws He's, he's just coming kicks. around hammering everything? Yeah. He's got the uh, <laughs> huge guy. The hammer fist. He's a, ca he's a carpenter. Look at him. That is a big boy. Jesus Christ. I'm sure that is a natural physique. He's juiced up, but not right. in the cut-up way. He's just <laughs> juiced. Nah, he's just big, big, dude. 
Yeah, he's juicing and eating. Right. He's eating uh, three steaks a meal, it looks like. Three steaks a meal. Right. There you go. Some more. So normally, like, the, big, the real big out. heavy guy or the powerful guy usually try to do what they're doing to him, usually. Yeah, it's like the big yeah, like the big fat guy or the, the muscle guy. Like a Yokozuno, they'll try to team up I on him. I feel like, and I could be wrong, but 1990, I think Andre's in this, which you'll see, oh. like, everybody teams up on him. Yeah, yes. nobody wants to go against that big guy, right? Well, your only chance of getting him out is a, as a group. Yes. Yeah. Andre, at this point in his life, too, was like a big awkward What was it? Was it uh, the 89 or 88 that he was in as well? 89, right? Oh, 89, yeah, when Jake, he, when Jake when he he was like, he was in the ring and he laboring through there. Yeah. Then Hogan was the first one to body slam him. He actually picked him up and body slammed him. Well. 560 pounds. He on TV. Blew his back out. A number of guys body slammed him through time. Well, Harley Race body slammed him. That's another thing. If these feats now where these guys just pick up, like these monstrous guys, like nothing. But back then it was like it never happened, you know? Right. All these guys just look tired right now, huh? Like Strowman, you know, guys like that are huge. Four seconds. And we got our number eighth entrant. Bret Hart. A, a man who was treated like a star in these matches every year. He pulled, it looks like he the pulled a hamstring he coming a real in. real star, though. It was Bret the Hitman Hart. This guy was in. one of my all-time favorites. I, I would say was, I used uh, to like following him to him and uh, yeah. 1990. I'm pretty sure he's out of the Hard Foundation at this point. I think, or at least he does some stuff on his own. Like he does some single stuff. I think he's in route to become the Intercontinental Champion, but I don't think he was quite there yet in, in 90, if I remember correctly. What a great technical wrestler, too. <laughs> what a, <laughs> he's a technical. They're they're punching each other in the chest. No, I mean Punches you talk about oh, you talk on. about submissions. I mean, there's nobody better back in the day than this guy. Okay. There just wasn't. He did. He did build his career on the, the his big proud moment is that he's never hurt anybody in the ring. But he got screwed pretty bad. Well, he took the... one errant kick to his head and ruined his whole career. Well, I meant the Goldberg match. kicked his head. Really? Got, yeah. yeah. Oh right. And WCW Goldberg kicked this dude directly in his head and ended his career. This guy had some rough things happen to him. He got screwed out of that match and. The whole controversy what is this? with that. Hey, what, what kind of what exit is, is that? Going on I don't know here. much about physics, but I'm pretty sure Piper can't get the warlord out by trying to, you know, it's a wheelbarrow. Put a kid in him. Like a wheelbarrow. <laughs> trying to put a kid in him. <laughs> here are my seeds, young sir. Wow, this <laughs> is getting really graphic here, man. See, this so is while, this is exactly uh, what I'm trying Piper, to get. While Piper is trying to impregnate the warlord, <laughs> Bret Hart is giving trying to get Brandy a credit card swipe with the ropes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Hey, look at all the punching kicks back then. Punches and kicks. Punches and kicks. All it was, you're right. All the eye pokes. Yeah. Piper with the eye pokes. This is like watching like a Stooges uh, episode, right? Yeah, right. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> the double eye poke. Man, these guys are all... Go out in a while, so the ring is starting to fill up now as we yeah. get our next count. They're laboring heavy, huh? Yeah, some some deep breathing going on. Yeah, There's going to be some rest holds coming, I think. So DiBiase's been in there the longest, right? DiBiase's first... been in since the beginning, yep. yep. There we go. Number nine, we have Pitch Black. Here he comes. Oh, oh literally. Horrible <laughs> joke to me. <laughs> the lights were not on. I wonder if they did that to this guy on purpose. It was literally Pitch Black. The lights start to come up, and there's a, a black man coming out of the crowd. <laughs> this is Bad News Brown. He was called Bad News Allen elsewhere. Bad. <laughs> How about yeah. his finishing move? They called it the Ghetto Blaster. The Ghetto Blaster? I mean, that's what I'm saying. They were a little bit racist o- towards this guy. Seems okay. Not yeah. racist towards him, but like yeah. a little bit of racial undertones. Yeah. You know, he's like, they, they turn him into like, he's the African-American. He's the black thug with the right. Ghetto Blaster finishing move. 
And then you mentioned earlier DiBiase. Virgil was like his like oh, servant. Virgil, like, that was complete shit. Horrible. <laughs> not to not for nothing though. Macho Man is probably the darkest guy oh, in the arena. Right? Oh. oh, yeah. Macho Man has spent it a definitely. lot of time in the tanning bed, though. Yeah. <laughs> Take your snake with you, Jake. <laughs> Speaking of, did, did I tell you about Chris where he came to the house the other day? I was like, holy crap, man. It looked like you were on a trip. He's like, he literally took to heart the other day yeah, and yeah, called yeah. him pale. I didn't take it to heart. I just saw what I, lo- I agreed with you. I'm like, man, I do have to go. He's like, wait a minute. Jesus. I, I can't be looking pale. I can't be looking pale. That's pale as it's ever been, I think. I'm not even kidding. I'm surprised those ropes even hold these big bastards. Oh, oh, oh. DiBiase. Doing the, uh... Oh. For oh. no apparent reason, Savage saves DiBiase. He gets helped out. Look at that. Forming a uh, a team here, it looks like, those two. Bang. Bad News Brown with the haymakers. Look at Bad News Brown's out. Plain as day. Yeah. Big <laughs> gun, this guy ends up in the same move yeah, every single time. So, the Warlord <laughs> enjoys having his back against the ropes and having a dude like lifting his legs. It's very strange. The, You're never going to get this guy out that way. The Warlord has half his hair dyed one color, half his hair dyed the other color, his face painted another color. <laughs> Looks like a rooster. Oh, here he is. The Immaculate Oh, there he is. Oh, man. It's big sexy over here. <laughs> Number 10, the American <laughs> Dream, Dusty Rhodes. With the, One of the greatest the champions dots. in the NWA's history, and they put him in bright yellow polka dots. Oh, look at that. There Who it was is. that? Uh, I, I just got like a... Like the bionic a, elbow. Bionic elbow. Talking about eye pokes, that's all all him, too. I got like this weird like flash memory, like this real pale character with like star, stardust type thing going on in his face. You know what I mean? Like gold, gold dust. Gold dust. That's his there brother. He, is it? Or well, his son. There his goes son, Randy Savage. The Macho oh, King thrown goes. out by Dusty Rhodes. That's wow. one of his sons. His other son is Cody Rhodes. Did he actually die there? It looks like he might have. He that? took a pretty serious uh, bump there. Savage yeah. was, look, look, Savage, again, was ahead of his time as far as athleticism and stuff. He took a crazy bump <laughs> He's out trying there. to get back in. Look at him. Savage and uh, Dusty going, Rhodes in the middle of a feud. He's going point, back to his so. tanning bed. You can see uh, Dusty Rhodes' valet oh, on the go. outside. Oh, there we go. Someone else trying to get pregnant. Sapphire, yeah. There he goes. Warlord again in the same position. Man, everybody really likes that position here. Look, it's literally the same position to try to throw Warlord out again. <laughs> it's like the wheelbarrow hold. I don't, I don't know. Like, He's like, wait, 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 I want some of yeah, this. Dusty's like, let me get in there. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a tactic. Oh, look. He's really uh, jolting there. Oh, look at that. Shitty looking eye rakes. Was enough to uh, have that, him drop. I'm not even get, sure he connected with Dusty. How do you get your head shaved like the Warlord to be able to do that? All you have to do is ask uh, Hawk from the Legion of Doom. Because, you know, <laughs> it's a copy. He's got, he's got his head straight razor on the top perfectly to All split right. it. All right. Is that a nut punch? What the hell was that? Nah, I think, you know, his gut. He went for the gut. Chops, kicks, and Warlord bent over. It's That's the theme of the match. Chops, kicks, punches, the Warlord bent over. Easily the biggest guy in the match, though, and the Warlord is constantly in peril, which I don't quite understand. Yeah. Everyone's paired off here as the countdown starts there again. You go. This girl in the front row is really excited. This guy really got his crotch right in his face. <laughs> with the mom here jeans. There he is. Can't Number even walk. With, with Bobby the Brain Heenan. Poor guy's limping. Oh, oh yeah, he was. Yeah. Did you see the documentary? Yeah. yeah that that was, was really sad. It was great, really good documentary. It was sad, though. Yeah. That guy could not function as a human being. He was just too big. It was unbelievable. He's definitely dwindling in his career. I'm surprised they didn't have like a handicap access ramp, ramp for him, bro. Coming he in the ring, he lumbers around. Yeah. You feel bad for the guy. He said he would drink twenty four a twenty four pack Dude. of Bud Light just to make the pain go away. Yeah, 
That's what he'd do every day. Man. Warlord he's throwing the mo- Whoa, Warlord. The finally, he's thrown out. Like nothing. <laughs> like, look, Andre didn't try to bend him over the ropes. He just picked him up by his arm and tossed him. He one-armed him out. Look at Bobby Heenan fighting with Mr. Fuji Mr. Fuji. I used to love this when I was a kid. The, <laughs> the, the heel managers fighting with each other. I like Bobby Heenan. He was an annoying, annoying man, but he was funny. He had he to have been, up. if you go back in time, one of the most successful managers in the, oh, in, yeah. in the WWE, though. He, I mean, he managed... The only thing he didn't manage was the heavyweight. Oh, that's not true. He did manage the heavyweight champion. He managed Ric Flair. So he managed, you know. All right. Everyone yeah. he managed won gold. Yeah. Right now, actually, Andre is one half of the tag team champions, Andre. Him <laughs> and Haku, the colossal connection. Look at the size of Andre. It's like Dusty Rhodes is a big guy. He's, he's, a, he, he's just a mule, huh? He makes Dusty Rhodes like dwarf in size. It's he's so awkwardly like pretend like he's getting hurt from these two small men pun. Well, Dusty's not small, but these two men. Can you imagine getting into a bar fight with a guy like that, Andre? Yeah, his hands the size of a frying pan, probably. Yeah, that's what you don't want. You don't want Andre choking you down like that. All that leverage, double eye gouge. The double eye gouge. (laughs) I got another uh, another contestant coming in. Do they, they like gently throw him over the rope? Because he'll probably like I snap hope, into it. Oh, here so. you go, Frank. You know, in the past, number 12, it's the Red, Red Rooster. Rooster. Frank, in the last, I think Jesus. it was the last one, the one before, we talked about guys that the WWE would get that were hugely talented stars elsewhere, and they would just fuck them. Kind of like Dusty Rhodes, one of the greatest NWA champions there were, a legendary feuds with Ric Flair. They make him a joke, put him in polka knots. This guy is Terry Taylor, who, never a heavyweight champion, but like a very good, there goes Bad News Brown out. Wow. A very good like mid card guy, like a he was the UWF <coughs> television champion, very successful run in the NWA. They bring him over, they turn him into a joke, they spike his hair, turn him turn it red, and call him the Red Rooster. That is hard. Also, he can feud with the Brooklyn Brawler. That's kind of what they did to Tatanka. Remember Tatanka? I felt like he could have had a better future, but yeah, but I mean, you're dead on arrival if Vince McMahon says, oh, "God damn it, we're gonna call you a Red Rooster." Right, <laughs> right. I mean, I guess you make the most of it, but your 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 career's done. Get, I'm sure he got paid very well. Yeah, I'm sure your, he's not complaining. You're getting your paycheck still. but. So what you have here, Roddy Piper and Bad News Brown. <laughs> Piper, uh, Brown calls, uh, gets Piper thrown out, and then they're feuding all the way out. And if I'm not mistaken, this feud culminates at WrestleMania six, where Roddy Roddy Piper shows up in blackface for the match. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. I'm pretty that sure is. he paints. I think he, Actually, I think he only paints half of his body, <laughs> but he paints half of his body black oh, for no apparent God. reason. <laughs> so he can fight Bad News Brown. It's a bit racist. Well, you know, Piper got away with some stuff. <laughs> Watch uh, All in the Family and tell me differently. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. It's some of the language in that show. Can't believe it. There's a lot of odd sheep characters back in the day in this, huh? Well, Andre, I mean, what are you yeah, going to do? Yeah. Terry Taylor was in pretty good shape here. Yeah. Yeah, I Dusty know what Frank Rhodes, means. Obviously, Dusty Rhodes is a big boy. They're not shredded up like today. Hart and DiBiase are in good shape. DiBiase was never a big guy, though. DiBiase no. was never like a muscle guy. No, he's just kind of average build. Next, we have Axe. Oh, Axe. Axe of Demolition. Axe, yep. The former masked superstar before he showed up here. In his BDSM outfit. Yeah, His s and His s and Another not-so-obvious riff on the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom. Uh. Not as obvious as the Powers <clears throat> of Pain. He really kind of looks like his Jerry Lawler a little bit, his face. Somehow this dude has beaten Andre all the way down to his knees. Axe of demolition. 
So he was 13, unlucky 13. That might be a good time to open a stout at unlucky 13. Oh, my God. So our second beer of the night while we're, while we're watching along here is called Fudgement Day 3, the return of the Nuttership from Magnify Brewing. Jesus again, Christ. here in uh, New Jersey. It's an imperial stout brewed with chocolate pudding, chocolate fudge, peanut butter, and marshmallow, and it contains lactose. 11% alcohol by volume, and of course, the one pint can. Brewed in Fairfield, New Jersey, Magnify Brewing. <clears throat> Dusty just apparently for no apparent. He just, just like, eh, I'm tired of DBS. He just walks away from him <laughs> so he can throw hands with Andre and but. do his uh, flip flop and fly here move on. Oh, Andre. Andre with his favorite, his favorite spot where he gets tied up in the ropes because that allows him to relax. <laughs> Poor guy. Now he lays there and gets punched in the head over and over again. His size of Andre. Huge. Would they bill his weight at 540? I think it was no, I think they used to call him like five five twenty or five I don't know. Was that his actually weight, accurate? His weight ballooned though as he you know, as he went along. Be careful how you pour that because you'll get some head. Oh wow, more. holy hell. Beer is dark as hell with like a cola fl- uh, colored head. Thick, oh. thick, thick soaps out of head. Oh my god. The countdown. We got number 14. Number 14 is Haku. the other half of the classical connection. Haku. Haku. No longer a king. He was King Haku at one point. Then he, he left the WWF to go to WCW and became Meng. Yep. Also, little known fact here, Frank, this will be interesting for you. The father of the namesake of our group. His sons are the Gorillas of Destiny in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Ah, look at that. His sons, Tamatanga and Tangaloa. And New Japan Pro Wrestling or the Gorillas of Destiny. So is this guy actually Japanese or is he Samoan? Who's that? Haku. Haku? You know, he, he was no, he's he Tongan. He's Hawaiian. He's Tongan. He's Tongan. He's from okay. the Isle of Tonga. Yeah. Oh, that guy stepped out of my mistake and probably broke There's his wrist. Been some other wrestlers <clears throat> from the island of Tonga. What's your name? Uh, the current it, now. So um, today in WWE, mm-hmm. uh, Tamina. Tamina, I believe, is. Well, I she, don't know what she because she's she's Jimmy Snuka's daughter, right? He said Fiji, Snuka Fiji, is I Fiji. Yeah, I think so. But they, I thought they and the call other, her what's the the big girl with the my hole. What's her name? Nia, 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 Jax. Nia, Nia Jax is my Samoan. Hole. My hole. Part <laughs> of that hole? Samoan family. There's that whole Samoan <laughs> family. <laughs> Roman Reigns. People are just like or, resting. Yeah. No, I told you there was going to be some rest holds coming up. Haku's looking to get busy because he's the freshest man in the ring. Everyone else is in like a rest hold. Haku has a spectrum colored. Alphanon. Well, he's part of the. Uh, he, well, he was part of the Islanders, now yeah. part of the Colossal Connection. Aku Frank was legitimately, apparently, one of the toughest guys in the world. Like, would win every single bar fight he ever got into. Was a guy you didn't mess with. Is that a fake narrative, or is it like? Your no, I'm being serious. Like in oh. real life, like if you picked a fight with this guy at the bar, he would like beat the shit out of you, beat the shit out of your family, go to your house, oh, breaking. Like he was just a, a dude that beat up everybody. Apparently. So they're like, like let's leg- put him on TV. A legitimate tough guy. Yeah. I heard the same thing about uh, The Undertaker. I've heard the, the same thing said about him. Well, The Undertaker's group, yeah. So next thing we have oh. Smash, Smash of Demolition. Uh, the yeah. other half of... Uh, the other half of the BDSM crew. Bondage group. <laughs> Number 15. Bondage group. <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm not really comfortable with these outfits, man. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit if much. If you ever saw uh, Police Academy way back in the day, they would go to, I think it was called the Blue Orchid or the Blue Oyster. The Blue, uh, Oyster, the Blue Oyster Bar. Bum, yeah. bum, bum, and like dudes that. always had outfits like this yep, on with, yep. the, with the studded hats too. No, yep. great movie by the way. 
I li- yeah, I liked the first couple of police academies. What do you think of the stout? Starting a uh, feud here, Frank. The colossal. Did you see that? Andre just absolutely <laughs> stiffed Smash right in his mouth. He hit Smash in the mouth with a legitimate elbow. <laughs> <laughs> These guys in a feud. Demolition trying to challenge for the tag belts that uh, the Colossal Connection controlled at this point. It's very bitter. I don't know that much. It tastes very um, it is chalky. Bitter. It is bitter, but there's a sweet aftertaste. Yeah, it's like a lactose Oh, the Murphy's Irish Stout, I really like, actually. I mean, that's a stout that I drink. It's a dry, nice, soft stout. That's it? Yeah. yeah. All right. I just... Uh, I have a feeling there's more to that. Uh, it just reminded me of... Uh, Folks, were in New Jersey. Just put that out there. <laughs> This guy, he's sitting there, yeah, pop a squat, yeah, axes taking a shit on a rope. Sit on the bottom rope. Look at the diamond-studded trunks of demolition. <laughs> Look at the fucking uh, heart, like, making believe he's choking Andre the Giant. Yeah. His hand takes up, like, one-sixteenth like, of his whole neck. Not even close to his throat. <laughs> yeah. Andre's in actually no danger. <laughs> How many rounds do you think it would take to take him down? Oh, uh, another big guy. There you go. Yeah. Remember him? Uh, we, we We watched Christ. this guy. Uh, from the one-man gang <laughs> into the African dream, Akeem. <laughs> I forgot about him. With the doctor of style, Slick. I forgot about Akeem. Look at him. Akeem has been in the last the last couple, in the, the first two we saw, Frank, if you remember. Yeah. He was in like the final four of both of them. Was that other comes right in for Andre. Was that other big guy? Tugboat, right? Jesus tugboat, Christ. Tugboat. It looks like Humpty the Dump. Demolition. Humpty Dump. The shitty clothesline that, that drops Andre. <laughs> Well, Andre's endurance probably can't be all that great considering he's that nice. big. Haku. Look, at, look at this guy. I'm look, just, this, look at this ridiculous. Though. Dude, this just like walking around. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 there uh, he goes. Get your fat ass out the round. Demolition manages to get Andre out. Well, he landed soft, thankfully. <laughs> poor yeah, guy. Poor guy probably will break through the Haku slab there. Haku 100% was forced to do most of the work on that tag team. Trust me. Yep. <clears throat> Andre throwing the <laughs> to the floor. Still throwing the soup cans. He doesn't want to leave. Yeah, demolition after throwing Andre out of the side. Let's just land the mat. <laughs> Everyone else now taking the rest. Yeah, again. very uh, lackluster performances going on here. Yeah, everyone's relaxing. DiBiase's still in there. It's been about a half hour, an hour or so that he's been in there, rocking and rolling. Are these guys like emulating Kiss a little bit too, with, like the face paint and shit, or no? Oh, maybe, but they, yeah. they were definitely, before the powers of being oh, showed up, they were definitely the WWE, uh, WWF's answer to the Road Warriors. Every company had their 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 Road Warriors guys, right? So the UW, I think it was the UWF, maybe it was Mid-Atlantic, had uh, Sting and the Ultimate Warrior. They were the Blade Runners. Then, then the, the Legion of Doom, and then eventually you have the Powers of Pain, you have Demolition. This guy with the hooker boots, you see him? Here comes the father oh, of Jimmy. Jesus Tina. Christ. One of the, be- one of the better the wrestlers. Su- su- super fly, Jimmy Snooker. I like, yeah, I like him. He's a big more. fucking guy, man. Jimmy Snooker, I think. He's had, a high flyer, though, actually. I think he had already murdered his girlfriend at this point. I think. Oh. Really? Yeah. Frank, you remember wait, we wait, talked wait, about wait, that wait. Dark Side of the Ring uh, documentary that I keep telling you to watch? Yeah. One of the episodes they, they did uh, dealt with uh, Jimmy Snuka. Did they deal? He pretty obviously kills his ex or kills his girlfriend. 
And then he put uh, him in a ring? And then allegedly, who knows, allegedly Vince McMahon got involved and paid some money and got it all kind of <laughs> taken care of. And he's in a ring. Oh, of course, yeah. He wrestled all through the whole it's thing. politics back then, man. Just like today. That's a big dude. There goes the one man. Get, or there goes uh, Akeem. Was Benoit in that? Yeah. Uh, what Chris is, Benoit. Was he part of that They did a Benoit yeah. documentary. As part what of a sick. Him and his hooker boots out, huh? Sick bastard. Oh, is that who we're talking about, the hooker boots? Yeah. We're talking about Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes well. with the, the cowboy style wrestling boots. Uh, the atomic Look elbow. Look at those thighs on Dusty. <laughs> a little cellulite. <laughs> Dusty's always had that weird, like, yeah. fat, I don't know what that thing is, growth on the right side of his body. Underneath his right pec. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, right. I don't know what Looks that like, is. I think it's a birthmark. It's like, well, it's like a birthmark, but it's yeah. raised. Right. It could be like a hernia. Actually, I've seen that on people where they have I a... I don't think it was a hernia because it's not... Well, I don't know. Who knows? what It was there like his entire career. That I so it wasn't, wasn't skin cancer. That would have He would have known that, obviously. Yeah, he probably would have died, no? He would think, well, he did, but not from that, I don't think. Probably a birthmark. Well, he died... Uh, How did he die? Heart attack? Know, a few years ago. Actually, probably more years ago than I realized. Yeah, a little banana in this. I'll throw everybody in off. the beer. Yeah, I feel like you. You know, it's if like we banana can go back in time, and chocolate, you find banana in every beer. That's not true. Okay, one hundred percent not true. It's probably the lactose or the marshmallow. Here you go, Frank. We're familiar with this guy yeah. coming in number eighteen. This is Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo. The funny thing is that I'll never remember the names from one episode to the this other. This was the guy that, if you remember, was in like the, the Canadian Mafia as he was Yeah, wrestling. yeah, you told me. I remember the story. Doing hits. <laughs> the name is what I'm saying. I, uh, another, what I'm uh, to. another very good episode of The Dark Side of the Ring dealt with what he was up to. So so that's a true story. He was mm-hmm. actually part of the Canadian Mafia. Mm-hmm. Wow. He was like a hitman. I didn't watch the show. You got to watch. Oh. I'm telling you, you got to watch oh. Dark Side of the Ring. Okay. It's the, one of the best documentary series. They just renewed it for season three. A lot of dark stories in the in pro yeah. wrestling's past. Holy hell. Well, that's the whole thing, right? You got a lot of misfits and shit probably in this, uh, right? You got a lot of weird, Well, I mean, people. listen, some of these guys are legit tough guys. You know, some yeah. of these guys yeah. were bouncers at bars and guys that did stuff in their past. And, you know, it's you get money doesn't mean you're going to leave that lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Other oh, guys are the opposite. They were stars and then you end up losing money, you're losing fame. Right. You know, you got to do things to, to keep going on. It'd be nice to see uh, if there was a correlation to like these guys and getting like brain damage injury. Well, I was going to say CTA. there's the other part you know, of it. Like, how uh, much of it concussions and shit concussions, that, they, that weren't documented really. You know? Well, look at football. Look at all the CTE stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. These guys were all, not I shouldn't say all, but many of them were drinking and doing drugs and doing hard drugs and doing prescription drugs and taking shots to the head right. and doing steroids and mixing you know all kinds of stuff together. So who knows what was going on. So they're doing what people do in high school. That's kind of cool. Right. Just it, magnified. Yeah, but they get repetitive head trauma almost every night. Yeah. He's about to get eliminated already, huh? Look at a bleach blonde mullet yeah. on Dino Bravo. Dusty Rhodes very obviously talking through the next couple of spots with Dino Bravo <laughs> as he's yeah. pretending to throw him out. Look at the crowd is excited about whoever's like, going. I'm going to grab Number you by the groin. Oh, is that Tugboat? Is the early days of the earthquake where he was the oh, Canadian earthquake, earthquake. with earthquake. the... Horribly fitting blue leotard on with yeah. a Canadian flag on the front. The earthquake. This is a guy, Frank, they had pulled out of the crowd for the Ultimate Warriors Challenge, right? Where he would do a push-up with, with anybody from the crowd on his back. So they, they huh. pulled this guy out of the crowd. You know, as a kid, you're watching, you don't know any better. You don't know what a plant is, right? So uh. he, gets, he sits on the Ultimate Warriors back. 
He like dead weights him so that he can't do the push up, and then he jumps on his back and hurts him. Bumblebee Dusty goes Rhodes out. gets thrown out wow. by the earthquake, the Canadian earthquake. It's a big elimination. Not, really? Not in the WWF. Well, in the NWA maybe. Yeah. But he, this was a solid mid card guy in the WWF. Yeah, I forgot he. I thought he was a lot bigger in the WWF. No, he was there. a waste. A I waste forgot. Yeah. I don't know why they brought him. I mean, I know why they brought him over. It was Vince McMahon's ego. Damn, Earthquake throws out Axe. McMahon did not like the Rhodes family. He really no, he like didn't like the NWA. Gold so Dust. He would take all their guys. No, I think they. I think they liked Gold Dust. I don't know. <laughs> you see. They let the, the dude floor. out of his contract when they didn't have to so he could go join his brother in AEW and start a new company. I'm sure he was respectful of Dustin. Yeah. They didn't treat Cody too well, though, either. Canadians. Look at them. They, they, they definitely drop as years goes on. Not actually, probably by next year, I think. They definitely drop the Canadian aspect of the earthquake. It just becomes earthquake. Yeah, I never remembered a Canadian earthquake. Yeah, they pulled him out of the crowd. I, I want to tell you it was in Canada. When they no, no, I, but I, I remember I that. I don't, yeah, oh, I don't man, actually remember being the Canadian earthquake. These are two heels going at each other here, Frank. Haku. Haku and Earthquake. Yeah. Dino Bravo hits the rope awkwardly because Earthquake <laughs> hit it at the same time, so he lost all of his momentum. This is the most we've had in the ring, right? Six? Yeah, it's about right, yeah. Here we go, number 20. I'm sure it's got to be oh, oh it's Jim the Anvil night. Jim the Anvil. All right, so they so they must have still been the Hart Foundation at this point, but it's got to be getting close to Bret Hart starting his single career. Yeah, because they're wearing the same tights that they wore as the Hart Foundation. The Anvil gets in, throws a couple shitty th- haymakers, and then everyone beats on him. He's not liked. It must be the color of his tights. Yeah, you think the bright pink is a problem? Yeah. His daughter is... How about these horrifying tights on Earthquake? Oh where his like, balls meet, his ball meets... They're about sandwich. to run the Look train on him. <laughs> Look at that angle. Oh Even the cameraman God. cuts away from this. They have the Earthquake up. Look oh. at this. Just balls hanging out. <laughs> That's disgusting. Look at how gross that is. Oh, my God. God almighty. The entire group See, is together. Was, this is what I was talking about. And they about, throw Frank. the Earthquake out. They take the big guy. Look at the balls. <laughs> Look at the balls and taint. Disgusting. Horrifying. What a horrible looking Horrifying image. I'm going to have a nightmare. <laughs> this is what you guys signed up for. You pretty much could have seen all the way up his ass crack if you wanted to. <laughs> from the outside. I mean, like, you know, from the middle, though. I don't know what that means. Who's the favorite right now with who's in the ring? Who would you... I'm going to guess none of these guys because, you know, the final 10, now you're going to start getting a couple of the stars because, you know, they're not working all night. Well, Snooker's going to be in there for a bit, I would think. The su- su- super fly. Snooker is not the star that you think he is at this point in his career. You know what's crazy? His brightest days were way behind him. As a high flyer, he never got on the top rope in a rumble. Like, Snooker. they don't, don't even utilize it. No, because it's dumb, right? You don't want to get thrown off the top rope. No, but today they do it. Yeah, because it's stupid. Because wrestling now makes no sense. Right. Wrestling then, the guy wasn't going to get on the top rope. He was going to get thrown wait. off the top. You, you're saying wrestling made sense before? Well, yes. A little oh. bit more. Okay. Yeah, I mean, as I, much as it could. I agree with that. Okay. Interesting. I'm just saying, you got <laughs> athletic ability. You're not letting them use it. You just let them throw haymakers. Are you allowed to drink at these events? Yeah. yeah. There, there you he go. Is. See, we're in the final ten here, and now you get the ultimate warrior. If you remember Frank when we watched yeah. the the one, he was like a nobody. Yeah. Now this is now the superstar ultimate warrior. This is this is ultimate warrior that's on the road to WrestleMania six, where he'll main event against Hulk Hogan. So this is like they're really heating him up now. Oof. He either is or will shortly be the Intercontinental Champion. I think he is at this point, the Intercontinental Champion. 
Gets rid of Dino Bravo, tosses him out so he can go kill people in Canada. Yeah, yeah hopefully he doesn't kill the warrior. Yeah, yeah the world going crazy. You know what's crazy? Him and like uh, Macho Man almost had the same look, right? Apart from like, mm-hmm. just like the Warrior body type and face, everything, face you know. Paint, just saying, like, yeah. even like the body type. I don't know. Well, if Macho uh, hit the gym even more, yeah. Ultimate Warrior is much bigger. Yeah, than this guy is. Well, right jacked. now, the, well, right now, the Warrior is a lot bigger. But Macho Man did get a lot bigger. I know what you. How mean. many of these guys are still alive at this point? In not, the ring right now, not too yeah. many. Haku, Dibiase is alive. Yeah, but DiBiase didn't abuse steroids, I don't think. Haku, DiBiase, and Smash are alive still. Mm. Outside the ring. Snook is dead. Heenan's, Ultimate Warrior's dead. Heenan's dead, right? And Anvil's dead. That's sad and as Heenan's shit, dead. Though. Fuji, yeah. Mr. Fuji's dead. Yeah, we're going to look outside the ring. I don't know if Fuji's alive or no, not. Virgil's alive. He died a few years ago. You're talking about guys that would only be like in their 50s, 60s right now, right? They're dead already. Well, they were taking. Well, the amount of guys, the amount of these guys that died young is crazy. The amount of shit they're taking out. I mean, McMahon would supply it to them. There was a whole court date. There was a whole court and everything, and it got dismissed. But he admitted to it. Well, that's the whole thing about being like a billionaire, right? Doesn't uh, you could buy you could buy your way out of some shit. That big Hulk Hogan court case with McMahon. Look at this, Jesus Christ. What was this guy, the billionaire guy? What's his Ted name? Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. He's not a billionaire yet. <laughs> he's been spending a lot of time on his ass. Well, it's because he's been out there the whole oh, time. There you, you go. Know. Here you go. The model, Rick Martell. Rick Martell. Look at this cocky bastard. Yep. Look at the arrogance on this fucking guy. Look at that hair. Another flowing. guy Holy that was, uh, you know, an, uh, a main event guy in another company. He was the former AWA heavyweight champion. That's right. Comes in in the WWF, and he's a mid card guy. Yep. You still see that now in, in WWE with McMahon. Guys leave and they're superstars. They're there. They don't even get an opportunity. Knowing that, though, why do people still like? Is money. it is it payout Con- worth it? Contracts. Yeah. Bigger contracts. It's the biggest company in the world, you know, for pro wrestling. Yeah. I mean, why would you not go there? The fame. I mean, I mean, look at Cody Rhodes. Doesn't get an opportunity. Who? Cody Rhodes. Now he's he's one of the. Who? What is his son? Position? The son of a son of a plumber, Frank. He's uh, the, son of the guy son in the polka dots. His son. So he's he's a partner, right, with Khan for AEW. He's not a vice president, I think. The vice president. Actually, no, no, no. He's not anything. I don't believe. I thought the he Bucks was. Bucks and Kenny Omega are the vice presidents. I'm not sure if Cody Rhodes is. Or not. He doesn't have a piece of Haku that. Haku just, just look at it. Nonchalantly kicks this man in the face <laughs> and knocks him out. Haku eliminates Smash from Demolition. Not, oh, I thought he's going to go start take a break in the corner. Well, he worked hard with that kick. Well, you're almost losing Martel. He's hanging in there. Martel, I believe, had just turned on Tito Santana, so he was at the height of his like heel heat. Tito right now. Santana. Martel going for a cover here in the Royal Rumble for some reason. <laughs> With no referee in the no ring. No referee at all. No need for any kind of a cover. The action really starting to heat up here, Frank. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm God. seeing the same six moves being done over and doesn't over. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter which six are in the ring; they're all doing the same moves. Punches, yeah. laying on. This guy's already the resting on a look at the arm tassels. The Warriors got. Here we go, Tito Santana, Frank. Tito Santana. You'll recall from the first one we watched where this dude took a fucking beating the whole match. <laughs> they just ganged up on the his entire ass. match. They all they all just <laughs> kept ganging it up on Tito Santana. Here he comes against his former partner in Strike Force.
I remember all these guys and went through different phases. I remember them yeah. in this phase. I remember the winners of most of these, but not the matches themselves. Another another show you guys see is The Last Ride, Frank. That's The Undertaker. Oof. It's like a five-part series. That was very good, too. You know, Frank, we're done. We've done, well, we were almost done with three of these now. I'm surprised you haven't yet asked me anything like, uh, if you got thrown into the ropes, why would you keep running around and not just stop? That's one of those things about mm. that is that like if you put your mind to pro wrestling, that makes absolutely no sense. Well, that's the whole thing, right? Like in a real like, fight, right? If you whip me into the ropes, I would stop and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yet you keep bouncing off. You can't manage to do stop you, yourself. Do you know why I don't ask that question? Though? I no, I'm just, I don't care because I, I know this shit is fake. As oh, fun. it's not fake, Frank. It's scripted. <laughs> the athleticism is real. Sports entertainment. That's what gets you guys going. If it makes you sleep better at night, but look at this fucking cheating bastard. He's the, <laughs> he's the higher he's help, fucking Frank. crutch, huh? He's there to keep DiBiase in. It's scripted, Frank, but they're athletes and they get hurt. These guys have serious injuries. Is that a whole thing? Do you see, do you see what am I going to get hated by right now? Every time we talk about <laughs> wrestling. Do you see what happened here? So, so Martel just about throws out Santana. The ultimate warrior comes over to help. Santana slips out the back door and just casually walks away. Like, thanks, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, doesn't even help the warrior. Le- leaves him on the island. We gotta let you take the beating from here. Okay? Oh, how about DiBiase throws a pile driver <laughs> for no apparent reason? In the middle of it was match. more of a DDT. That was in the middle of punches and kicks. He throws a pile driver. That looked awful. The honky tonk. The man honky tonk in. man. Our he's friend Wayne Ferris yeah. coming down. He's a honky tonk man. He's cool. He's bad. With the mouth of the South, the Colonel Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. He's out again, right? Wasn't he out earlier? Yeah, he comes out with all of his guys. The cousin of Jerry Lawler, Frank. Yep. A shitty knee lift to the Ultimate Warrior. Another shitty knee lift. Twist and shout. I forgot what his shorts. Oh, look at that. An ass bump to the crotch. Yeah, well, you know, how else are you going to break out of a move, Frank? Jesus Christ. He's all shook up. Martel doing this move where he's just walking around the ring throwing a shitty punch and then trying to leave before he gets punched back. <laughs> and his baby blue. Like, don't hit me back. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, a lot of... So a lot of crotch grabbing casually going casually on. Yeah. The anvil, Look, the anvil the took easily the worst bump out of that mat. The anvil was like, I'm not making enough money to take a real shot out of here. I'm just going to casually roll out <laughs> to the floor. Jim Anvil. Jim the Anvil not hard eliminated. Eliminated from life, too. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, that is. Look at DiBiase. Is oh, gone. there he goes. After there goes over that. 40 minutes, the Ultimate Warrior eliminates there goes that DiBiase. Bum. The Iron Man is out. You know, Warrior's got he's got veins in his freaking hamstrings. Yeah, that guy. Dude had veins on his veins. He's got veins. I've never seen, I've seen veins in your quads on your hamstrings like that. Look at the ease at which he lifts up uh, the Honky Tonk Man. I mean, obviously Honky helps him, but God right. Almighty. It's a powerful dude, the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, yeah. The double noggin knocker. That was a popular move back then. And uh, we're going to go with a little head bop and uh, some rest holds. So you got so you got Snooker, Martell, Warrior, Get a Haku, bunch of underneath guys still. Honky Tonk. Ultimate Warrior, your only true main eventer here. Yeah. And here he comes. Oh, there it is. The Hulkster. See the last one in? No. No, we still oh, got a few. A couple left. more to go. Hogan with a horrible slide into the ring <laughs> and gets met by Jimmy Snooker of it of all people. Snooker's like, this is my time to shine. Snooker's in great shape too. Hogan throws him into the ultimate warrior <laughs> and hits him with a shitty clothesline to eliminate fake Jimmy Snooker. Ass fucking thing. Jesus Christ. Not good communication. Hogan hits Haku now. 
Haku, uh, unfortunately, I'm sure is going to be the next victim. This is Hogan booking right here. I'm going to come in and bury everybody. Right. It looks like he's the only one actually hurting people. Like He goes in there. Yeah, he he probably hits someone like a real shot. He's the heavyweight champion. He's, he's making this shit look good. What a fake. Wow. <laughs> Horrible boot. Sends Haku over. He barely got his legs there. stretched out to do that. It's all man. those vitamins he's eating, Frank. Hogan now yeah. on the Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk has to oversell. Remember that move? Oh, they like, used to do that move all the time. Really? The atomic drop? The atomic drop. They don't do I'm that. I'm discussing this. Is this I'm a move supposed to hurt your ass, your balls, your taint? I think Different both. guys sell it in different ways. <laughs> I guess it depends on where it hits you. Hogan well, decides. Uh, oh, yeah, shirt, now I'll huh? rip my shirt off. Oh, oh a double. A double? No, no, no. no, no. Ultimate Warrior somehow eliminates the other good guy. Ultimate Warrior throws Tito Santana out. Tito's out. Uh and you were saying before that this, these matches, they kind of just winging it, right? You said they don't yeah, know what Yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll, you know, big spots they'll talk about and who's enters and who's lab. But the rest of it, they kind of just call on the flock. Yeah, it kind of shows. <laughs> That's probably why it's a lot of punches and kicks, you know? You're not going to yeah. fucking, you know. There's some scripted moves here and there, but it's mostly yeah, punches Yeah, sequences are scripted. It's scripted all scripted. Oh, it is script. I'm not disagreeing with you, no question. No, yeah, Hogan like, had a instance, little gun on him there. The uh, he always did. He always. I was gonna say. He, well, I've seen him more cut than that. He was though. more cut in WCW than he is in here. He was just hefty here. He yeah. was yeah. thick in, w- in WWF. Yeah. When he gets to WCW, he becomes cut. Well, as cut as Hogan gets anyway. <laughs> He's choking Hogan with his shirt that he his ripped own T-shirt. Up. <laughs> He's tied <laughs> behind the poster. Here comes the future heartbreak kid. A young Shawn Michaels, the other half of the Rockers. Oh, shit. Wow. That does not even look like him, dude. One of with, my a, with the rocking mullet. Is Hogan you look like sunshine. The, uh, the He's one of my all-time favorites, too. Look, Warrior just clubs this dude in the back of his head. And there goes Shawn Michaels. The- <laughs> Welcome to the Royal Rumble, kid. <laughs> and Ultimate Warrior gets rid of my uh, I got the showdown. And now here you go. WrestleMania here. 6 is right in front of us here. As Hogan and Warrior square off. <laughs> look how they act like they don't see each other to build the drama. Oh, he's about to lose his identity with, with the face paint coming off. Hogan doesn't have a bead of sweat on him. The Ultimate Warrior is sweating profusely. Hogan's got all that baby oil. Oh, I guess he is sweating a little bit up top there. He's got that baby oil. Hogan was never not bald up top. It's crazy. No. <laughs> like they're doing their... Here they go. They're both pumping up. They're both hulking up. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to sleep with your sister. Hogan, oh, Hogan might have slept with his sister. He slept with everyone. A power struggle. The power struggle. Look at that. The shoulder oh. blocks. Neither man goes down. Classic. What about the test of strength? Are you gonna... Wow, look at that. Huh? The crisscross. Uh, like, what is the move here? <laughs> what is the idea with the crisscross? Hogan with a shitty clothesline that misses wildly. A double clothesline. And they both go down. That was very anticlimactic. <laughs> what the, Hogan, all that Hogan, bouncing around yeah. for two hours. Uh, selling that. Hogan loves to do that, like, fish out of water thing where he gets hit, where he flops <laughs> around like a moron. Good. Look at how tan Hogan is. He's getting his break right now. Hogan is more tan than Macho Man, so Hogan is no is, way, dude. Look at him. Are you kidding? Look at him. Is not, no, no, no. He looks like a like a cooking hot dog. No way. He, he does. I agree with Macho Doug. Man. Was definitely darker no. than he was. Like tan. You're out of your mind. No way. No, he's way darker. Right, we're gonna take this uh, into account later. <laughs> How Next co- up is the Barbarian. The Barbarian. What the hell? The uh, the the tag team partner of the Warlord from earlier. The other half of the Powers of Pain. Oh, he's gonna come in and finish him off. <laughs> yeah. Why not? These two guys lay on the mat. Oh, let me get some free hits on these He's bumps. Like, Fuck it, I'll throw a couple elbows. You see how quickly Shawn Michaels gets thrown out of this? Dude, this look rumble. at his fucking he traps. Was an absolute yeah, he's, a, he's a big monster. Look at his traps, dude. Barbarian. Yeah. You got three shit. big guys in the ring. Another right here. legit tough guy, the Barbarian. Yep. 
Yeah, it looks like he was just going around. Yeah, you think of violating people everywhere. Hogan hit that rope like he was gonna flip over the top. Those ropes must be getting, must be getting loose. Yeah, you can see that. They, weird now. You can see they never that. recover. They're bouncing around yeah, like crazy. Yeah, they're bouncing off. They're not cutting. They're not getting their feet under them. You see how Shawn Michaels like had these like Iron Man Royal Rumble matches after this, and Ooh. he like headline WrestleMania so many times he gets thrown out in what five seconds. What the hell? How about ravishing Rick Rude? Ravishing jumping, Rick, jumping the jumping the count. He comes out early. He comes out early. The, the pay per view must have been running long. They were like, "Fuck it, don't even wait for the count. Just go." Who's this again? Ravishing Rick Rude. Ravishing oh. Rick Rude. He always had the uh, the the lips. On his uh, trunks, he looks familiar. But I don't know. These this is not his uh, typical. He was a hip, a hip swiveler. Also passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. See a pattern here. So is Bobby Roode's thing like try to copy Rick Roode? Is that kind of his thing? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. Bobby Roode is more of like a Triple H type of guy. Uh, I don't think it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not like a Rick Roode thing. Rick Roode with a good clothesline that barely, or a good uh, dropkick which barely hits Ultimate Warrior in the chest. Oh, I thought he was biting his nipple there for a second. Nah, he's biting his crotch. Oh. You might see Ravishing Rick Rude do a couple hip swivels at some point, Frank. Oh. Grab him right by the ass, huh? Yeah, grab him by the ass, punch him in his face. That's standard pro wrestling right there. Yeah. <laughs> He'd stand over a guy and swivel his hips right over him. Rude always threw those forearms instead of punches. Yeah. What a warlord. He's, he must have done Muay Thai, huh? Before Muay Thai was a thing. Well, before Muay Thai was a thing in the in the states. Punches and kicks and chops and throws throat something thrusts. Another. Crit. It looks like the fans are kind of bored too, though. Yeah, the fans are not jumping around anymore. Like, fans, eh. And you'll notice this as you go along. The Royal Rumbles, the fans pop for like the entrances and the exits, yeah. and then they kind of just sit there on their hands for the rest of it. Well, what's going on here? Oh, we got Hogan oh. with a horrible clothesline. Oh. Eliminates the Ultimate Warrior and almost gets rid of uh, Rude and the Barbarian. Uh, Warriors. Warriors. Roid raging now. Warriors coming back. The Warriors had enough. He's going to punch everybody anyway. <laughs> the Warriors out. This is a th- and you'll see this again, Frank, as we go along. This, this happens a lot where like the big time babyface guy, he gets thrown out and comes <laughs> up and beats everybody. Look at up. this pouting his way out of there. He just clobbers. He clobbers the Keep Warlord. Keep in mind that's the good guy, you know, yeah. and, which mattered more in the days than it right. does now. That's true. That's the thing. You'd never see a heel back then that the crowd would take to, you know? No, bad guys were bad guys. Good guys were good guys. Here is the mighty Hercules. Hercules. A lot of these guys I forgot about. Hercules, probably not with a lot of endurance. He comes out here next to last. Yeah. But now you see the crowd a lot of times like the heels more than the, the good guys. Definitely changed. Yeah, because the, the, the good guys are boring. Jesus Christ. He, he doesn't even selling those hits. Hercules recently turned good here, turned face, turning on the Bobby Heenan family. So is he 28th? He, uh, 29th. 29th. So we got one more. One more to go, Frank, and then we'll ask you who you think wins. I wonder uh, who could be last. Let's see. See if I can guess it. Can you guess it? What do you think? You have we'll about I have uh, no a minute clue. and a half to guess. Think I've known four, four out of these 30 wrestlers or five it's out of It's got to be somebody big, obviously, if you're coming out 30th. Hurry, hurry, please. Who's your guesses? Uh, I'm getting there. If you Lex think of, Luger. If you think about a middle card, if you think about a middle card guy, no, nah, Luger wasn't there at the same time as Hogan. Brutus the Barber. That's not a bad guess, but no. Hmm. Part of a tag team or no? No. 
Part of the Heenan family, though. Actually, no, not at this point. He wasn't. Part of the Heenan family. No, no, no. He wasn't at this point. He was managed by the genius at this point. The face crash. IRS? No. Frank, you going to get in here at all? Uh, buddy. You'll know buddy. who this is, Frank. I'm telling you. Yeah? I mean, it's somebody you know. Tim Duggan. That's a good, that's an excellent guess, but no. Oh, right. Yeah, good um, guess, actually. I don't know where Duggan is. Duggan yeah. must have wrestled on the card. Yeah, Duggan, I think, did wrestle on the card. He wrestled the big boss man on this card, actually. Is it the big boss man? Mm. No, oh, not the big no boss if you wrestle on this card, it's not. Who see. could it be? You're running out of time. Ric Flair. Ric Flair is not in the company yet. Oh, okay. Uh, Ten seconds. Uh, I don't know. He comes with a towel and a singlet. Towel and a singlet. Why can't I think of this? Unfortunately, your time is up. Number 30, drawing the perfect number, is Mr. Oh, perfect. Kurt Henning. Kurt what an Hedding. idiot. He was a mid-card guy? Yeah, he, he was never advanced past the Intercontinental title. He's a mid-card guy. Oh, I didn't view him as a mid-card guy. So here you go, Frank. So you got the Barbarian, Hercules, Rick Rude, Kurt Henning, and Hulk Hogan. Who do you think is the big one? I want to go with the man himself, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Are you 0 for 2 at this point? Yeah. Right? You were I'm wrong about the, the first two, right? I'm, yeah. going with, I'm going with uh, Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning is Chris's choice. And Frank with Hulk Hogan. What's your choice, Doug? I already know who wins. There uh, goes the Barbarian. I remember the winners of all these. Do you remember the winners of all these? Pretty much. Wow. Like once I start to like once the match starts, I can pretty much remember who wins. Well, I don't think it's gonna be Hercules. I think he has one of those <laughs> like two gigabyte hard drives. Yeah, I don't. I have one of those memories. Some that those is old tanning computers. Mister Perfect, another one who uh, isn't around. Yeah, Henning died. Henning and uh, Rick uh, Rick Rude, very good friends, and they both died. Yeah. So whoever came in, the guy came like, in last. Was Hogan he gets involved for no apparent reason. Rick Rude gets him off of him. There like, get Her off me so he could eliminate Hercules. There goes Hercules. Like, Hogan wasn't aware that that spot was coming. So now here you go. Rick Rude, Rude. and, and Rude. Mr. Perfect. Rude's in good shape, Double too. Double teaming there. Hulk Hogan. We got bowling shoe boots on. Two guys, two guys that definitely could have been your heavyweight champion. Both Kurt Henning and uh, yep. Rick Rude could have nope. definitely won the WWF title. No question. Was there any other weight classes? They were all heavyweight. heavyweight? Well, there was the Intercontinental <laughs> title. That Intercontinental. was from mid-card, which at this point, the Ultimate Warrior had the belt. There wasn't a U.S. title. That was later. It was just uh, Intercontinental, heavyweight, and tag team, right? Mm. Yeah, that's it. See, now you so have So basically like, your mid-card belt and Hogan's belt. At this point, was this like still, was this becoming like the big? Is this a big event at this point? The Royal Rumble? No. Yeah. Yes, but not uh, what it would middle rope. It's so. now so now you're you're talking about the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor, Survivor Series, Series, and I think SummerSlam was around at this point. Yeah. Those are your big four. This guy looks like that guy oh. like Jake the Snake, Heading right? Eliminates Rick Rude. Huh? What's that? That guy looks like Jake the Snake, the one uh, with the those who Rick Rainbow Rude? Yeah, the one that just got eliminated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a they had a big feud those two. He brings them back into the ring. Yeah, a very <laughs> dumb move. Uh, I think I won this one, bro. There's no way that Hulk Hogan's gonna lose to this. Hogan bomb, was right? the obvious choice though. That's why I went with Henning. Yeah. I just no, but Hogan he fought in the last one too. No, uh, yes, he got eliminated in the last yeah. one. So I'm saying, man, they can't have him win everything, right? Hogan. Yeah, I'm saying like they they can't have him win every goddamn thing. You're actually you're gonna see. Uh, well, we'll talk about it in a couple of years. Yeah. Remember the perfect. Hogan is famous for like getting eliminated. Why would they put and like taking a, it well? You said that. Why would they put like a mid grade guy at the end to fight against him? To because I think they saw something in Henning. 
Okay, I got you. You want to give him some shine or something? Yeah, the creator. Here's a perfect plex. He's Here never you go. gonna be. He was never gonna be. You know, he's never gonna be a guy that beats Hogan. Look at that move. But I'm pretty sure they warned, They heated him up to wrestle Hogan on like a Saturday Night's Main Event kind of thing. Look at that kid in the front row. He's about to lose his <laughs> shit. He gives, Hogan, will fuck you he gives Hogan the perfect plex. No effect. All right. <laughs> Shaking his of head. Not. Hogan for Hogan famous for kicking out a dude's finishes and then doing the Hulk up and then <laughs> the punch, the the boot to the face, the leg drop, and it's over. <laughs> look at how tan he is. Yeah. He's been oh, in the Florida oh, sun. At, Hogan, I he's Hogan to puts s- the slingshot into his arsenal here. Oh. He's been in the Florida sun. Henning is the king long. of the oversell, by the way. He would hit, you'd hit him and he'd yeah, do yeah. backflips and stuff when he would get hit. He was no good. I, yeah, he was good at that. His son has not really got that ability. Joe. Very, well, very, I think Hogan's got to win at this point. He's hulking up. Very dramatic. Yeah. There goes Heading. See, that was the obvious choice, but Frank was, is right now. Frank, you're one for three. Hulk Hogan with the win. Man, look at that. Very. Spinning across I'm, the fuck. I'm thing. just thinking of wrestling today. They don't make it as obvious, you know. Well, no, they can't because in today's world, you know, when you win famous, the Royal so. Rumble, you get the shot at WrestleMania. Right. True. At this point, this was just a match. Oh, he stole the kids' yeah. shit. True. You can see Hulkamania will live forever. Flag. He's still alive. Actually. I have a feeling Hogan was feeling a little bit of the winds of change starting to blow because he's. Spoiler alert: He's about to go from here to WrestleMania six, where he's going to lose the heavyweight title to the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, that's right. Remember that. And they'll start to take the belt off of Hogan more and more frequently, leading up to him. Uh, Give him back to the kid. That kid, he will. He will. He probably the pass that flag down to his sons and his sons, right? He's probably yeah. going to use sure, it yeah, if, he, if he has a son. That kid's family. The pose down. <laughs> you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to send the people home happy. Give them what they came for. The twenty-four inch pythons. The flex. His shitty dancing. <laughs> the <laughs> the wave. That's like bar dancing right Little there. Little did Tony Schiavone know he was going to be calling an awful lot of Hogan's matches in a couple of years. Hogan's about, at this point, three, looks, three, four years away from joining WCW. Probably four years away from joining WCW. He looks so old already, though. It's crazy. Oh, his time was coming to an end. He just yeah. refused to accept it, which is how, why he went to WCW and then became a star all over again. How old was he right here, would you say? 40? Nah, he's got to be probably in his late 30s. Late 30s? Jesus. He's, there's no way he's 40 at he's this point. He's in his 50s in well, 98, 99. I think he was in his 50s. Some of these guys wrestled so, Oh, well, maybe. Forever. Wait, no, no, no. He couldn't have been in his 50s. He would have been in his 40s there. All so. right, bud. You're flexing in quite a bit there. Get the hell off the Oh, no, stage. he does it. He does it for the whole... You know, that's, how they, that's how they end the show, Frank. You're going to send the fans home. They pump up the crowd. Get a little... Uh, let's... Uh, Let's take a look here before we wrap up at what Hogan's age would be. Back this is what? Right what did we say? 90, 1990? 1990. 1990. Yeah. So Hogan was born August 11th of 53. So okay. somebody do that math. 32 yeah, years 37. ago. 32 years ago. 37. 37. So five, six, seven, eight. 37. So five and three is eight. Okay. If you add three, how do you get to zero? By getting to zero, you add a seven. What's his age right now? So that would be zero. What's his so current then, age? And you add three to that. So he's 87 here? <laughs> he would be... Uh, What's his age right now? So he would have been 37 here. Oh. The Royal Rumble. <laughs> Appreciate nobody helping me out on that one. <laughs> I was trying to ask Got there all by myself. <laughs> so he's actually older than I thought he was. He's thir- Oh, no, no, no. I said late 30s. Yeah, yeah so he's, he's 30s. Late 30s. We're all pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, because his, his run through WCW was his 40s. I can't so. imagine just watching him flexing the whole time. Yeah, and they said they would that crowd would have stayed there for as long as they needed to. <laughs> just watching him doing that shit over and over and over. 
So there you go, Frank. That's the rule uh, of 1990. What do you think? That's very anticlimactic. Not a great one. I told <laughs> yeah. you. If you remember from the first show, I said we got to get through a couple of shitty Royal Rumbles before you get to one that's arguably the best one. I think it's highly regarded as one of the best ones in, of all time, which is the 92 Royal Rumble. Uh. Anyway, we should probably wrap up here. Because we, yeah. uh, yeah. we got other things to do. We're going to go on and record an episode of uh, GOB Radio, available at WGOB Network everywhere. Get your favorite podcast, which also is where you'll find this show. We're also WGOB Network on YouTube. That's where all our video shows are. The star of our show here, Frank, is at Platino for Life, at Grills of Booze on Instagram, at Doug GOB. I just started it. I say this every time. That's why I only have 30 followers. I'm not lame, I promise. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I am lame. Yeah, I was about to say, who the fuck told you that? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, check us out on the Hopped Up Network at Hopped Up Network on Instagram, hoppedupnetwork.com. That is it. Anything else, anybody? All right, then. So we'll wrap it up and we'll, we'll see you next time. And always remember what you're going to do when Frank's Reviews comes for you. <laughs> <laughs>